Yeah. Wish I was good at basketball. Alright. <laughs> That'd be sport, man. That would be it. Yeah. 82 games, like, yeah, it's a strenuous sport, but it's really just running and jumping. I yeah. mean, I know it sounds like an asshole saying, but, like, <laughs> you're not getting hit. You could. That's the thing. won't get hit in the face by a fastball. Technique. Like, Le- LeBron wouldn't be 36 and in the NFL if he was in the NFL. Fair. You know? And you're as not, dominant as he is. Exactly. You're not eating pucks all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like Denzel? Period. No. I, was just, I literally, I just saw him on the screen. I, I was him. about to say why it's Denzel, like, Valentine. I don't like him even on the fucking, why is he on the bench? Get him on here. Stinks. How did out of everybody? How did he stay on the team? That's the thing too. Like we've had other people come and go. That like Spencer Dinwiddie deserves a, like should have stayed on the Bulls more than Jabari Denzel Valentine. Yeah, or even I mean Jabari had some locker room problems, but I would oh, still yeah. I'd still rather have Jabari than fucking Denzel Valentine, dude. The one thing I remember about Denzel is that Ryan Adelano saw him at a club in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> like, he literally could just, like, walk right up to him just like, what up, Denzel? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like no they, problem. Yeah. Nobody notices him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm in the NBA. I'd see him and be like, oh, hey, Denzel. <laughs> 17th hey. overall pick in the 2013 draft. How are you, draft? buddy? Oh, how are you, you bum? <laughs> cool. Cool. Cool beans. I'm excited. It feels good. You're bot. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? This guy. I was going to say, my KD is going down, but I'm still trying. <laughs> this dude's on the bottom of the leaderboards every time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I had a couple of games. Two or three solid games. Prince of the B word. What? Bot. You said it. I did. That's, that's, that's a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> one of the nights. One of the nights you feel like getting down. Alright gang, Saturday, December 14th, back for episode 27 here at Irrelevant Sports. And we are hungover today, and here are the boys. Jerkus, how are ya? Well, you said it man, you hit the nail on the head, celebrated Gary's birthday last night, my brain hurts, uh, go on. <laughs> the nail on your head? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Kitten, how are ya? You know, I'm honestly feeling pretty good. Good. Uh, happy birthday, again. Thanks. Love Thanks, you. boys. That was a great night last night. Steph? I'm feeling pretty good on a Saturday. Steph had a few sodas last night. He was all pumped up. Yo. Fucking great. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Hey, Gary. Happy birthday, bud. Thanks, guys. It's been fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, before we hop into sports, I wanted to say last week, we had a lot of people reach out to us and say that they liked the last podcast, the top 10 albums of the decade, so if you haven't listened to that, go do that. And if you were one of the people that reached out or happened to listen already, we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't go unnoticed, man. You know, uh, that, that means a lot to us. You know, I yeah. sent it in the group. Uh, we had some people reach out, and, you know, it's just nice to see that. You know, some, some feedback. It feels good. Um, but, yeah, Gary... No Marmazara, baby. How about it? 505-foot bomb last year. Was hey, it? I mean, you love to see that. Was it at the cell? No. No, oh, I, was okay. in, I was in Texas. Oh, okay. But yeah, dude, was bigger in Texas. Dude, that swing was big in Texas, oh, though. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, I love the guy's swing. He's, like, fucking 6'9", like, 250. No, he's actually, like, 6'4", <laughs> 220 or whatever. But he's a big boy. Yeah, he's huge. Ricky Renneria said he looks like a 7-footer every time he steps in the box, and I love that. But, um... Yeah, it's a decent signing. I mean, you know, we're really gunning for pitching this off season, and we come out with a few good signings. I mean, the Yaz, I love that. A lot of people are still kind of butthurt about it. I mean, 
but I mean, you know, it's normal. Normal socks Twitter, like they're just all so pissed off and unhappy. Like they think like we were gonna get Mookie Betts, yeah, and not Nomar Mazara. And I mean, I don't hate it. Like the Rangers pretty much are giving up on him, yeah, as in getting rid of him because he's 24 only, and um, he's at like 20 home runs a year, like right on 20, yeah. 20 home runs a year. The lowest he's had is 19, and they're kind of. They were kind of waiting for him to hit his prime, and he never really did. Right. So they gave him change, change of scenery, and hopefully, uh, I mean, the ball flies out of the ballpark in the south side. They yeah. all know that, so I, I like it. So he could be a late bloomer in his career, is what you're trying to say? Yeah, I mean, he's in his mid-20s. Yeah, like, so he's still pretty young. Yeah. He could, just, he could go out this year and just kill it. Yeah. The Cardinals, the Cardinals really wanted him too. So I mean, like you know, he definitely has a lot of upside, and uh, that, like you said, that swing's so pretty. I mean, oh yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of talent to be you know tapped into. It's just a matter of who's around him, and I think the Rangers kind of like clearing house right now, starting trying to start fresh. So it's probably not the best situation for any young young player to be in if they're trying to keep developing. You know, they want they want to start fresh over there. So it's a good, yeah. it's a good. For him, change of scenery, and uh, I think he needed it. And I, I, I could see him being a really, really good ball player, man. Oh, yeah. And especially with um, Sox making a few coaching changes, too, within, like, the batting coaches and stuff like that, which is awesome. Right. I forgot who we um, have now as our batting coach, but it was it was a nice signing. I remember seeing it and, like, reading up on it, and it was awesome. See, he's pro- his name's probably just the name of some sort of food. Yeah. That seems like all hitting coaches have just food names. Pizza dish. <laughs> Hey, while we're talking about uh, uh, coaches, uh, hitting coaches, uh, shout out to uh, Pop Werner and uh, Stubby Clapp. Hope they're having a good offseason so far. Dude, I, that those names are straight out of a fucking video game. I fucking love it, man. It's the Stubby best, Clapp best, best, and... corners, best corner coaches in the league, baby. <laughs> like, dude, Wait, his name's actually Stubby Clapp? And Pop Werner. What? Man, you can't make it up, dude. That's but, awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I was pretty excited for you guys when I saw that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The, le- a lefty bat, the back end of the lineup with a lot of pop, dude. Like, that's... That's just what yeah. you need, and assuming, assuming the Sox get Marcelo Zuna, I bet you by the time this drops, he'll fucking be on another team, just because that's the way things go around here. Yeah. But, I, like, I don't know, if you guys get Marcelo, dude, that lineup, top to bottom, is fucking nasty. Dude, it is, like, already. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for it already. Like, just the top five are going to be ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Like, it's, I mean, you can probably put Tim yeah. at lead off. And then you got Yo-Yo, and then you got Luis Robert coming up this year. You got the Yaz, the Yaz bombs now. Jose, Jose, Eloy, Eloy, <laughs> Nomar. Like, put them wherever the fuck you want. Seriously, there's dude. just bombs up and down the lineup. So, just get two pitchers, two, not one, two, because our four and five as of right now are Dylan fucking Covey and Carson Fulmer. And if Dylan Covey makes one start, so help me God, I will not go to one fucking game this year. <laughs> Rodon's expected back like mid-August or like mid-July, isn't it? July, and then Kopech's got to start down in Charlotte, and I don't know. That just sucks. And hey, Car- Dylan- Carson Palmer in the five spot, He's he's a he might be a Hall of Famer in football, baby. Uh, <laughs> I hate Carson Palmer. I hate that kid. He's like a third overall pick, and he... I've never seen him pitch well. Not once. <laughs> that was the guy who came up last year, and I've said this before, he uh, came up last year to pitch. He didn't end up pitching the game, and we ran out of people on the bench, so he had to go bat, and he got yeah. hurt. Uh-huh. Oh, what a fucking that legend. 
Get that jabroni out of here. I've been on this jabroni for 22 years, and I haven't seen that motherfucker pitch well one goddamn time. Not once. <laughs> Never once. <laughs> Never once that, man. Who's the one pitcher? Say, like, hypothetically, I know you want to, but say there's one pitcher that you can go out and get right now. Who would it be? Um, Probably Ryu. Like, if nah, I could just handpick it. Nah. Ryu and then Keiko. Yeah. Ryu's going to the Cardinals. I know we're not getting both of those guys. So that would be f- empty in the pockets. Yeah. Rio just got, <coughs> pardon me, Rio just got second in that all Cy Young voting. I mean, had the best year of his career. I don't know how old he is. He certainly he's ain't like young. 31. Yeah, he's, dude, but, I mean, shit, dude, you just saw 30-year-old Garrett Cole get $324 million. Yeah. But, but Speaking of him, did we see, did you guys see the uh, picture of him in the Yankees uniform? Yeah. yeah. Sucks. Ugly ass. Dude, it's <laughs> a guy with long hair. Garrett Cole had some nice fucking hair. Yeah, he did. And that pisses me off. He looks like shit. He looks like dog shit. <laughs> so the Yankees don't want to look like that for the no. next nine years. Or be only. Yeah, no. The, I saw a tweet. It said $324 million and zero chins. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Well, better than having two like me, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. The Cardinals are pretty stagnant right now. I haven't really. It's all just interest. I'm interested in this guy. They, they're looking at this guy. It's like, dude, just fucking pull the trigger. Don't fucking tell me about it. Quit getting my hopes yeah, up. Yeah, the thing is with the Cardinals, they always do that shit out of nowhere. Yeah. Like Goldschmidt last year where they just off of nowhere got an update. Goldschmidt's with the Cardinals now. We're just like, what the fuck? When? Yeah. How? We didn't even know we were talking with them. Yeah. I, I like the fact that we fly under the radar, though. Yeah, I mean, no, it's it's cool. It just, like, sucks. Like, just you hear all these signings and all this shit, and you're just like, well, when the fuck's anything going to happen or what's going down with us? Let's send Wayne out with the World Series, man. Dude, that'd be, that'd be fire. Pelly, what do you got about the Cardinals? That's got to be the goal, man. It's got, and the, I think the thing with Mozeliak is, is he's just always going to be patient with, with free agency and everything. I mean, we never, you never ever hear about us making a deal like the Yankees just made with Garrett Cole. Like, that ain't going to happen in St. Louis. He's going he's gonna to be patient. He's going to see who falls to where, like, you know, where the value is in the market. And, I mean, I'm cool with it, too. Like you said, we end up we usually end up doing pretty well in the offseason. It's just uh, we know we want that lefty in the outfield. We know we want more lefty bats in the lineup, period. We need more outfielders, and we, we need to round up that uh, starting lineup. So there's still a lot to do, and we haven't been doing much. So, yeah, it's time to start making some moves, no doubt. It's just uh, it's so frustrating, dude, just like because – it just pumps me up when, like, even when, like, the Sox got Mazzara, it was like, dude, fuck yeah, like, come on, do something, like, poke yeah. him with a fucking stick, do something. <laughs> and we've just been sitting, and I don't know. It'll happen soon enough. I, I'm interested to see who it is, whether it be Nolan Arenado or Francisco Lindor. I mean, yeah, I'm putting out first-tier names, but, you know, that'd be ideal. Just, like, you guys get to be excited about those guys. The White Sox just never, ever. <laughs> Never ever. Like yeah. people, when they tweet about White Sox Twitter, when they tweet about Mookie Betts, I'm it's I just laugh. I'm like, that's never ever gonna fucking happen. Like, why would he leave the Red Sox organization and come play on the South Side of Chicago? And that's true. To get paid, fucking probably not what he wants. Yeah. Would you take Chris Bryant as your everyday right fielder? Yes. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That'd be awesome. So I could like just hammer Cub fans and be like. Came over to the south side. He can't win third base from Yoda. <laughs> He's not a better batter than Yoda. He's batting in nope. the sixth spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Hey, I love I love all the all the Cubs blowing it up talk, man. It's great. I just oh love my God. It. so much fun. Dude, love that. The Sox like a White Sox talk Twitter page. It's a verified page. It put up a video of Tim at the game last night and said the best the best shortstop in Chicago, mm. which I think everybody in this room can agree with. 
But every single reply was a triggered Cubs fan saying, nope, Javi's war was 4.7 and his was only 4, so he's not a better player. It's like, dude. It's eye test, man. I get Javi has cool tags, but the dude swings out of his shoes on fucking sliders in the dirt. He sucks. I don't care. He's good defensively. He sucks in the box. Get off my dick. He made errors, too. Yeah. Like, I, I started saying that maybe Tim wasn't best because at, at one point last year, he was making so many stupid errors, and it wasn't... Like, just bad plays, like, you just tough watch play. the play and you're like, oh, fuck, like, yeah, you know, that's a tough play. Right. No, it was like, Routine. oh, what's up, I'm Tim, I can chill at short and just watch you run for half the half the baseline and then just whip it over there and he'll throw it away. I'm like, right. Tim, we haven't reached 90 wins in years, my man. <laughs> throw the fucking ball over there, make a play. I'm like, god damn it. I still love Tim. Oh yeah, I mean I will. That's the only thing yeah. with Tim. But you see him and uh, Khalil were sitting with yeah. each other last night. That's fucking. That's awesome. awesome. Khalil's big ass needed two seats, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're love rocking that. the same Jordans too. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. It's cool that Khalil always like tries to like be cool with like other Chicago like athletes. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Ever since he got here, it feels like this was the place for him. Speaking of which, did you guys see that he like paid off like three hundred? Yeah, uh, list at like Walmart or something. Yeah, like that, like layaway at Walmart. If you don't know what layaway is, it's like basically like you just you basically put something there, like you keep something under your name, and then you go pay for it later. And Khalil just like paid everything off. And such a good guy. Such a good guy, man. You oh know? no, wait, he's an asshole because he put a bodyguard outside of his house on Halloween, and so there's no candy at this house. Like, yeah, dude, I don't blame him for that, bro. Like, you can't get mad at I him. I saw like three different storylines of is Khalil Mack a bad person? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like me. That's like that's like prime time for some weird ass creep to come up to his door and try pulling some yeah. Stupid- like, what the hell? And then, like, there you got that white dad videotaping it, and he's like, oh, that's real nice. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe he shouldn't be living in this neighborhood anymore. Like, <laughs> it was mid-season. We were doing bad at the time. Yeah. I don't, I, why the fuck would Khalil Mack care about giving out fucking candy yeah. to snot-nosed little pricks? Exactly. He's probably a fucking Packer fan. Especially His wife's from Chicago, so we had to move there. And he's like, ooh, maybe he shouldn't live here anymore. <laughs> he's pissed because Khalil makes so much more than him. Packers <laughs> fans sniff their own farts. <laughs> Every fucking person that's coming to that door with, with their kids just, hey, Khalil, you can fucking get a sack next week, exactly. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> or they're all going to want autographs. And it's like, dude, yeah. he's a big-time celebrity. Like, yeah. you can't just... Let people walk up to your door, like no, dude. I, <coughs> I mean, maybe you could have just you know throw the bodyguard and fucking yeah, yeah. Reese's. But I mean, hey, maybe you just didn't feel like it. Yeah, you Look just said, hey, go stand out there and tell people to beat it. Look at Khalil's yeah. body. You think that he's eating fucking Reese's? No. He wants these kids to be fucking purebred athletes like him. <laughs> he's getting broccoli. Yeah, broccoli, broccoli. carrots. Here, my man. Take half a steak and some green beans. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I'd like for the Cardinals to go out and get a pitcher too. It's not like it's a strong need for us, but like a guy like Hinjin Ryu, I hope I'm saying that right. If fucking, uh, that's a tough one for me. Yeah, I'm Let's not gonna try. Ryu. Yeah, Ryu, that's easy enough. Caillou. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the bald kid on the TV show. Oh my god. But yeah, yeah we but, got off the rails there. Now we're back on baseball. Oh yeah, yeah. you know that's the, that's the best part about yeah, this podcast. There's no rubric. We just fucking spit off the top of the dome. Exactly. <laughs> There's no rubric. Tommy's surprised with that. He's like, every studies. time you guys do that, he's like, when you guys plan it out, and we're like, when we sit down. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> sit down. What do you guys want to talk about today? Uh, we'll do a little baseball, a little basketball, and a little football. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, no, those are sports it. and some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, dude, winter meetings are always fucking sick. Pally said the other day in our group text, like, winter meetings, best time of the year, man. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Honestly, winter meetings is better than any time during the regular season of baseball. I mean, maybe when it's getting close to playoff time, you know. Yeah. But that's close to playoff time. That's not regular season baseball. Right. Anymore. But yeah. I mean, I love the off season for baseball. And it's it's a great time, especially when your team's finally doing something. Shit hits the fan, dude. Like, Arenado just got extended last year. It was like seven years, $250 million. Now they're trying to fucking trade him. It's like... Chip him over. Yeah, well, that just doesn't make sense to me, bro. Like, why would you yeah, extend that's... this guy? Like, kind of like the Giants did with Odell. They extend him, and then they're just trying to trade him. It's like, you gave this guy a lot of money. A lot of teams aren't willing to empty their pockets no. the way you did for that player, you know? So yeah. it just doesn't make sense. But contracts can always get restructured. But, like, dudes like Arenado don't have any business getting that contract restructured. He's worth every fucking penny. Yeah. It's just he's going to rot in Colorado unless somebody just makes a big move for him. That's what kind of sucks. so content, though, if I was Arenado, just being in Colorado. Yeah, dude, playing at Coors, like, dude, you're going to fucking I, hit 35 a year no matter what. Dude, I love Coors Field. Coors Field is juiced baseballs. Yeah. <laughs> Come. <laughs> 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 fucking, dude, I loved it. It was... Unreal, because I mean, I got to watch the Astros there, so there's definitely some balls flying out of the park. Oh yeah, especially because they're cheating first inning. So I was like, didn't see that one coming. You guys, did you see a guy sitting in center with binoculars, throwing up two? (laughs) I just noticed that. Off speed. I did hear it. They were just uh, doing gunshots that game though. When it was a changeup, they just. (laughs) Good lord, dude. That's so weird. What a weird phenomenon. Like, yeah. You're you're easily the most talented team in baseball, and you got to fucking cheat. Like, Yeah, dude. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's true, too. Bill Belichick. Yeah. He, uh, what? All right. I'm going to go into this real quick. Why on earth did the Patriots have to videotape the Bengals' sideline for eight minutes? The one in like, twelve bagels. What? Yeah, like what, a, what is going on? It was like it some could, kind of like film or something they were doing. Yeah, like a series or something. I don't know. That is such bullshit. Yeah, it's crock. <laughs> they said it was for some documentary. Yeah, yeah they might be filming a documentary, Dude, but <laughs> if I was the Cincinnati coach, I'd be like, "Hey, buddy, hit the fucking bricks, get out of here." <laughs> you see a Patriots fan pull up with the fucking camera, and they're just yeah. like big ass camcorders just recording their practice. Everybody's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Are they Why getting in trouble for that? Probably yeah. not. Well, <laughs> I think we I, should. Bill said something this week. It was you know total Bill comment. Like we won't go over the line if we don't know or something. Right. Like we won't cross the line if we know we will. Or some yeah. some weird bullshit like that. I don't know. You won't find a bigger Bel- Bill Belichick guy that's not a Pats fan than me. I fucking I've loved Bill since day one, and this shit just doesn't make sense. No, not like, at what all. does he have going on in his head right now? It's like, hmm, that is it. Hmm. Bengals sideline. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Third and eight, they're gonna run it up the middle because they are not trying to win football games. Big surprise. I think we should switch the record of the Bengals and the Patriots as a punishment. Yeah. And then that means the Ravens don't clinch their division yet. Yeah, because the Bengals are going to be 10-3. And they Wait, put Ricky Finley, Finley back in. No, nah, they're 10-3. and three. Or Yeah, 10-3, and three, yeah. And Ravens yeah. are 11-2. and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, that'd be a race. Yeah. And the Stillers are good, too. We just kind of got off baseball real quick. I just wanted to ask Pelly one question. Pelly... Like I asked Gary, one name to wrap up baseball. One name that we could bring to St. Louis that you would be completely content with. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's got to be Arenado. <laughs> oh, okay. I was hoping. I mean, yeah. 
but also, I mean, like, I, I'd be excited if we got, like, Dallas Keuchel or even 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 Madison Bumgarner. If we put Madison Bumgarner in the 4 or 5 in our rotation, dude, that'd be sick, you know? Definitely. And, like, that's the weirdest thing. Like, playing at, is it PNC? Is that the, you know what, fuck it, the San Francisco baseball field. That's not <laughs> a hitter's stadium. Yeah, it's a beautiful stadium, but it's not a hitter's park by any means. And Mad Bum was just giving up fucking bombs left and right there. So, yeah. And Bush is, is kind of a hitter's stadium, I'd say. Like, yeah. I don't know. So it'd be interesting to see if he could actually, I don't know, keep the ball in the fucking dirt for once. But don't get me wrong. If we got Bumgarner, I'd, I'd, from Waka to Bumgarner, give me that. Like, exactly. I, I'm so scared that the Sox are going to get Mad Bum. Like, I honestly think that it'd be a problem. Like, with Tim and modernized baseball and everything, Young I, I honestly think that there, shit would hit the fan. Like, Tim would flip off a pitcher and chuck his bat at him and do whatever the fuck he wants, and Mad Bum would be like, hey, Tim, you need to calm down. You just need to jog around the bases like a good boy. Head down. Touch home plate. And Tim, nah, fuck that. Like, honestly, I do think that shit would hit Yeah, that would cause huge problems. Yeah. He's a geezer, and he's just... <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't want him on my team. He's an old. be racist. Yeah. Yeah, that was racist <laughs> as fuck, Gary. I'm now. racist against men named Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got anything else on baseball before we wrap up baseball talk and hop into the stinky Chicago Bulls? Negatory. Negatory. Burnt? Negatory. Aaron Renee. Negatory. Alrighty. Well, Bulls are coming off a huge loss, 84 to 73 to the Charlotte Hornets. I was about to call them the Bobcats. Brain fart. It's brain fart Saturday. But, dude, why why do we suck so Boiling bad, Kelly? Yeah. Uh well I I mean that's a really good question, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot going on right now. I mean, I mean there's there. Are, I, I keep saying it, there's always going to be some bright spots. Again, bright spots being Zach Levine still playing pretty well since the whole Boylan thing. Uh, his his bad games have regressed from six point game or have gone up from six point bad games to like 16, 18 point bad games again, which is all right. Another good news, uh, Lori Lori Markinen is. I think he's listening to me, man. I think he's actually listening to me. He's taking the ball to hoop. He's attacking the rim. And he's, I think he's scored like twenty plus in five of his last seven or something like that. Nice. And I, I mean, it, it, it's just you can tell a difference. And I mean, the thing is, I think I saw that Thad Young's playing like the the least amount of minutes of his career, and it's like, man, that doesn't make any sense. Like, no, nope. there's just and it, again, I think that most most of our problems just end up coming back to Boylan and the coaching staff. It's just like. It's just wrong. Like, I, there's there's no connection. I mean, even last night uh, after the game, somebody calls Boylan a clown from the stands, and he turns around with Laurie Markin and, and Archie Diakno right by his side, and neither of them are there to stand up for him. Like, neither of them stands up for the coach. Like, you just see it. There, yeah. There's signs every day that it's like, these guys hate this dude. Like, they, they don't like him. And, and Boylan looked that, like a scared little kid. Exactly, yeah. Like, he doesn't know how to handle this. Like, he doesn't know how to talk to the media. He doesn't know how to deal with losses. He doesn't know how to how to deal with all these players, all these talent, and all these, like, you know, like, these 20-plus, these 20-year-olds that have their own minds and their own attitudes. Like, Jim Boylan just ain't it, man. And the fact that we gave this dude a three-year extension just goes to show the fucking type of minds that we have in our in our general manager spot, too. I literally just saw, right before we started recording, that uh, every single year on Christmas, John Paxton would join the score and talk to them about, the like, the season, the way it's going, and the upcoming stuff, and this is the first year that he's declined, like, in, like, the past ten years. Or uh, however long his tenure's been. I mean, that, that, that tells you everything, man. That tells you how bad this is right now. He knows that the, the end is coming. I, You know, 
Although I really don't think the problem is Paxton. I think the problem is Foreman. I think that Gar Foreman is 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 the problem in this entire thing. I think he has been for a while. There's just a set, there's a difference between the attitude of uh, players who have been there and then the attitude of a rich motherfucker like Gar Foreman who's just there to try and better his name. You know, there's there's a difference in guys like that. And we need somebody who's a basketball mind who's been there, like like Doug Collins, honestly, who's sitting in the and the senior VP of basketball operations spot, like just slide him into the GM spot. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Let him run this team. I feel like that's somebody that would understand it better. Just, I mean, and like that's that's a solution that's in house. Like that solution is right next to you. Make the make the move. Like it's it's time for change. We can't keep doing this. Like if we want to be better, now's the time. We have a bunch of talent, but it ain't working on the court. So you have to find the problem. And I think we we know what the problem is. It's just make make a move on it, man. It's just, it's so weird, dude, how at the top, we literally could just use one move, and hey, it could change the whole fucking organization around, but I just, I don't know, man. It sucks so bad. It's like, they're so, like, kind of like Gary says with the White Sox, they're so content with being average slash shitty, and it's just, it seems like nothing's ever going to change. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, it's it's the Reinsdorf effect, man. Reinsdorf just says he's cool at making that money and staying in the middle of the pack. Sixth most uh, profitable team in the MLB, the stinky-ass Chicago White Sox. And yeah, now, I mean, uh, as of this uh, year, every team in the MLB is worth over a billion dollars. Yep. It's fucking nuts. Life's unfair, dude. Ain't your pockets obese? They won't <laughs> fit in those jeans. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I don't know. I like you just, the that young thing. He even came out and said, like, dude, I'm I'm not happy with the amount of minutes I'm playing. Like, if I'm gonna be playing nine ticks a game, let me go somewhere else. Like, I'm obviously not in the prime of my career, or maybe even the back end of his prime. I don't know, but. Why are you gonna sign this dude? And like, that's like our biggest veteran presence on our team, and he's gonna be playing ten ticks a game. Like, just unacceptable, dude. Doesn't make sense, and that's just the type of shit that you you can just tell there's a disconnect between the players and the coaches, and the coaches and the GMs. You know, it's just there's just disconnect everywhere, and that's that's just not the recipe for anything successful in the league in any professional sports. Uh, you, it, you hit it on the head, dude. Can't can't say much better, honestly. But Brent, your boys are doing good, huh? Hold up, hold up, get in character. You know, the Philadelphia 76ers, we out here right now. We fucking out here. What can I say? Like we said what earlier, can I they're say? Uh, the only team that are what right now? Undefeated at the fucking home fucking tough. <laughs> no one stands a fucking chance in <laughs> fucking Philly. We will fucking fuck you up. You remember the fucking Boston Massacre? That would not have to do with Philadelphia, <laughs> but we're like fucking, we're like the fucking Redcoats. Everybody else is like the fucking people getting shot in fucking Philadelphia right now. <laughs> From Dolphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. Oh, fucking Dolphia, man. Bro, you wanna fucking go with something over there, buddy boy? <laughs> I got no problem. I mean, right. no disrespect. Yeah, okay, no that's what I fucking thought. You fucking pasta. Oh, no, just oh, you fucking... a pasta, motherfucker. Hey, hey, come on. Easy now. I'm walking in. <laughs> Joel Embiid will get over here and beat your ass like he's doing to every team right now. Versus What'd Shaq yelled at his ass. I mean, no disrespect. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that block he had to seal the Celtics game, though, that was fucking sick. Fuck the Celtics. They were also undefeated at yeah, home at yeah. the time until we came in there and stomped their fucking asses like we did in the first game of the fucking year at home. <laughs> Fuck the Celtics, too. Real quick on Joel, I just saw a video of him at, like, his kids' camp, and it was just awesome. He just walks in, he's like, hello, kids. <laughs> Happy to be here. It's so good to see everyone. It's like, okay, let's get into the process and all the fucking... <laughs> 
<laughs> He's like Chef on South Park. Yeah. Hello, children. <laughs> it was actually really cool though. Like there was, it was from like probably seven year olds to like high school kids, and there was like three on threes going on, and then there was just like. You could just go shoot at the hoop, and Joel was just standing under the basket, just swatting as many balls as he could, and just, like, sending them into the seats. <laughs> it was just hilarious. I love the guy. He's, 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 a, he's a class A act, man. Oh, yeah. He's a he great is. guy. But, but uh, yeah, that's that's all I had for the Sixers talk. We're fucking hot right now. Matisse Thibault, that he's he's my favorite my favorite Sixer probably right now. He's just a great defender. You need to get that man more ticks. That's awesome. That's all I got to say. We're fucking great. The Lakers are good. The Bucks are good. The Sixers are the best. The, the Sixers are the best, sure. <laughs> I took, it, took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basketball sucks. I, I, I had high hopes coming into this season, dude. Obviously, we... Uh, we had no reason to have high hopes, really. I mean, well, the roster's good, but we knew they're, they're, the problems were at the top and that shit's just not going to change. And look where we are. We're fucking, what, 8 and 17, Pelly? I, I honestly, like, at some point, I, I already stopped looking at the standings. I'm, I don't even want to look, man. Oh, dude, I'm way past that point. Like, I was, yeah. for the first week, I'm way past looking at the NHL standings now. The Hawks are yeah. dead, too, so they're in the same yeah. boat. Although I do got I do got to say we we've given them a lot of shit in the past, but uh, in you know in this last stretch of games since we talked about them, Denzel Valentine's been looking pretty decent, guys. Isn't that funny? And it, it really is because like we literally talk shit about him, and then that's when he started playing like, and he's like honestly like he's he's making good moves with the ball. He's not turning the ball over much. He's hitting the shots that he takes. He's not being stupid. So hey, not bad. Dude, okay, if if, if everything we say on this podcast is just gonna go the other way then Francisco Lindor will not sign with the St. Louis Cardinals, nor will Nolan Arenado, nor yeah, will Hinjin Ryu. All of them are going to go somewhere else, not the St. Louis Cardinals. By next week, at least one of the three will be a Cardinal. Mark my word. Uh, fuck, I just I, I messed up. Fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck. They, I take it all back. Damn. Damn. I was doing so good. In other news, we're all going to be poor tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, broke. we're all yeah. going to be broke. Zero dollars. Dead ass broke. And then, Fire. Yeah, it'll be great. Cool. Perfect. I was, about to, I was about to do it again. I was literally about to do it again. But, uh, yeah, wrapping up basketball, uh, at least uh, Kentucky's, like, good. I don't know. I don't really Are they? No, yeah, they're, like, they're like 9-4, and four maybe. <laughs> hey, how about U of I choking that game against Maryland the other day? Hey, who's in top 10 right here. Yeah. Louisville, 9-1. How about that? Shout out to Wayne Blackshear. Dude, yeah. They almost, fuck, they almost choked the other day, too. I don't know. I don't remember who they were playing. It's always just background noise whenever I'm gaming. But Ohio State's nine to zero. How about that? The only undefeated team. Dude, fuck Ohio State. They're good at everything. Yeah, yeah they are. Kind of sucks. I'm gonna hit Kentucky on the Hawks seven and one. Go ahead. Real quick on the Hawks. Um, there is some good news. Um, the coach and or Stan Bowman could get fired tonight after the Blues absolutely mopped the floor with us because that's what's gonna happen. Get dog walked by the defending Stanley Cup champions. Dude, I honestly put it to him. Just, just absolutely reef the Hawks tonight, please. Just hammer the Blues, seven, hammer the over. Yes, seven nothing. Just get him out of here. Like people are saying, at the end of this road trip, if they go on three, he's out. And I am hoping to God that is that is the plan, because it is not working. Those, it's the same thing. Like Calton just sits on the bench. He doesn't not vocal one bit. And it's like the same way with like Jim Boylan. Like those. You watch these guys. You watch like Kane and Tave's face, like when he's talking. You know they're they're fucking kicking their feet around on the ice or 
uh, tapping their stick on the boards or just looking around. Like, they don't care. No. And it's just, like, you need, like, a hard-nosed guy in Chicago. And that was Coach Q to a T. And now it's just completely upside down. Whenever that picture comes on the timeline of Glenville grabbing his nuts and yelling yeah. at the fucking other bench, that shit's yeah. so cool. <laughs> like, that's what we needed, and you just... Oh, I cannot believe they got rid of him. The most... Top three most winningest coach in NHL history, and you get rid of him for Jeremy Colleton. His name's Jeremy! His name's Jeremy, and he got drafted with Seabs. Like, that just bothers the shit out of me. I'll, I'll always bring that up. That bothers the shit out of me. Like, how how are they going to respect this guy? They're not. So nope. get him out of there. Same thing. Clean house. Fire everybody. I'm Dude, I'm so serious. Like, and Taze is probably going to be fucking leaving. You know, that sucks. Right. But, now even Kane's getting drawn into the that situation. I'm like, if we get rid of Patrick Kane, dead. Absolutely dead for probably the next 10 years. Literally the best Chicago athlete like, this decade. Oh, my God. If that happens, By a wide margin, I'd say. If that happens, then watch out. <laughs> I will not be in a good spot. Gary will <laughs> single-handedly lead the fucking march. Yeah. Down Peoria Street all the way up to West Madison and the west side of Chicago. <laughs> I'll be right behind you. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's more sorrows for the Chicago sports. The Hawks are completely dead. Cheer for the Uh, Blues tonight. Fire everybody. Love that. Love it. Anybody else? Good. Basketball? Hockey? It's negatory. Oh, Steph has a bunch on hockey. Yeah. (laughs) How are the Habs doing, huh? Duh, they're freaking positive, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, boys... I know you guys are kind of out on fantasy football right now, but at the same time, Ugh. all of us have a playoff game this week. I do. We're, we're projected to lose by 20 in our Irrelevant League. Oh, yeah. That ain't bad. Hey, no, cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, starting lineup, every time I look at it, it's like, oh, this team like kind of stinks, Dude, but we can't every, make it. Every time I look at it, too, I'm like, wow, this team is not... And then I look at the match, I'm like, how are we, how are we in this right now? Yep. And then we sneak on by by four points. I'm like, all right, baby, let's go. Next week, here we go. We're projected. We're projected 119. The dude we're playing is projected 137. We're starting Mitch Trubisky this week, boys. I like it. I, I, I don't know what else to do, man. Everybody in this fucking league has four quarterbacks. Like dude, we're quarterbacks are you serious? Suck. We're awful. <laughs> our quarterbacks are terrible. Are they just stacking up quarterbacks? I mean, that's what we're doing too. We're stacking up on NFC North quarterbacks: Rogers, Stafford, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> like we have to. We don't have a choice. We took the whole North. <laughs> Literally, dude. And like that's the thing. This team when we drafted it, it was who was our. QB one at the time. Mitch. It might have been Mitch. It yeah, Mitch. it was Mitch. We had James Conner. We had Austin Eckler. We had Carryon. We had Marlon Mack. Like that was solid. Our receivers. We had Kenny Galladay. We had DeAndre. We had Sutton, who's been a wide receiver two, a high end wide receiver two all year. DK Metcalf, rookie sensation. I mean, there's like on paper this team like it looks good. The projection always sucks, and like Brent said, we always sneak on by. And I don't know if it's just this collective. Our collective minds that are just bringing this team power, but <laughs> something's going on here. The dude we're playing has a pretty solid team. Like it looks like, I mean, Winston, McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, DJ Moore, Hunter Henry, James White. I, I like our odds, dude. Same. Mitch, James Conner, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Galladay, Hollister, Marlon Mack. James Conner playing this week. Yeah, uh, fire him up, baby. But I saw he might be on a snap count, but at the same time, I ain't, I ain't fucking, I ain't messing around with that. It's yeah. either him. Or we could put Mac in the Mac in the RB two spot and start DK or Sutton. And I picked up Carryon Johnson again because it yes. says he might play it next week. So keep an eye out for that. If Carryon Johnson's on the league or on the wire in one of your leagues and you have a chance at playing next week, 
Pick him up, man. There's always that chance. If Who he plays in our league, no. I think he's still in the wire. Nah, no, I got him. Oh, I'm not, not even playing yeah. week 16 because fifth place plays for this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Soggy sorrows. But, yeah, dude, this is this time of the year is so fucking stressful because, like, it just seems like these stupid petty injuries always pop up on the injury report. Mike Evans, done for the year. Calvin Ridley, done for the year. After they shit on my fantasy playoff. After, after that. Juju. Probably done for the year. Yeah, probably done for the year. I mean, Juju was working his way back all week, and then he had a setback yesterday in practice. So Damn. that sucks. I mean, you always root for a guy like Juju, but just uh, sucks, James, man. James Conner, not on the beer, boy. beer gut boys ever again. Oh, yeah, dude. Last year, I was out on Odell. It was like, dude, Odell's fucked me the last two years. I'm out on Odell. This year, it's James Conner. Fuck James Conner. Never yeah, again. Dude, never again. Tyler Lockett for me. Fuck him. Yeah, Tyler Lockett's a fucking bum, dude. Like, he he always was turning four targets into fucking yeah, 15 points. Yeah, but stupid. Now it's just, I don't know, dude. DK is the wide receiver one there. And adding Josh Gordon really just... Yeah, I say Josh Gordon. Yeah, Josh Gordon doesn't help his case very much either. And that's the thing with Russell Wilson, too. He spreads the ball out so well. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. Fuck title Lockett. If you, and, like, dude, I just saw a thing on Twitter. It said, like, two early fantasy rankings. They had Michael Thomas one... Godwin, too. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. Godwin's been great. But if you're going to take Chris Godwin over DeAndre, Julio, fucking Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, you're a fucking Julio idiot. was, what, 19, I think? 19 on there. Like, <laughs> it, who did he? DJ Moore was number yeah. four. Yeah. I know DJ Moore's been good. Shout out to DJ Moore. That's my boy. Shout out DJ. He's been good. I'm not shitting on him. But if you're taking him, like, think about where the fourth wide receiver went in our draft this year. That was. 13th, 14th pick. Yeah. You take a DJ Moore at the 14th pick? Nah. Never in a million years. I don't Maybe care. I got how... him this year, like seven. Yeah, exactly. If uh, if he's there in the sixth round, like, say next year fire him like up. Five. Yeah, fire him up. But this dude, I hate these fucking. And it was some dumb fantasy football page. Like, yeah. dude, you probably fucking either don't make the playoffs or you're a first round bounce every year and you're making rankings. Get the fuck out of my yeah. life. You stink. It's like you put, you put guys like Devontae, Julio, DeAndre up top for a reason. Like, exactly. They're the main receiver in that offense. Exactly. And like, Michael Thomas. Should be one. There's no questions yeah. asked. Dude has 120 catches, and there's three games left in the season. Damn. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. He has, dude. like, the most catches throughout four seasons, or throughout, like, the first five seasons of your career, and it's only been, like, four seasons. Yeah, four. he's only halfway That's through crazy. his fourth. Yeah. That's crazy. No, dude, that, that that was like my little Mike Thomas nugget. I screenshotted it for the pod. Literally, that's like the craziest stat I've ever heard. Yeah. He He's second all-time for catches through his first five seasons, and he's got three games left in his fourth. That's, that's just crazy. It's insane. He's dude. a phenom. He's, he's just, who's number one? That I don't know. I bet you it's probably Randy or Jerry. Well, no, Randy was the quickest to seven thousand because I know DeAndre was second to him. But I bet you it's probably either Jerry or Marvin Harrison. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. but that I that I cannot confirm, yeah. dude. Uh, it just makes me mad. These fucking bums are making these lists. He had the running back list too. He had Zeke at like twelve. He had Joe Mixon at five. We should make our own list. We should yeah. have these guys. Make our own fantasy football yeah. page, because these guys are a bunch of fucking bots, dude. They don't know what the hell they're talking about half the time. Like, even like, I, like Julio at 19, th- he will not even go 19th overall in the draft next year. He'll go 15th. Yeah, like, That's seriously. just the way it is. He, there's not a single person in our league that would take guys like Cooper Cup, DJ Moore, fucking, who else was on that list that was just a certified bot? There were a like, few that just, like, pulled me back. I was like, what? Why yeah, is he on here? <laughs> it just made no sense, dude. Like, I, I know for a fact, even with Julio not having the greatest year, he's better than he's every still single... still been pretty, like, good this oh, year. yeah, he's, he's got like, a thousand yards. He's got, I don't know, like, three or four touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Like, he's got, like, 70 catches. I mean, he's not having a bad year, but... Or, it's a down year for Julio, but it... I don't give a better shit, Better than dude. half those receivers exactly. on that list. And, like, I'll take Matt Ryan... 
who stinks over Kyle Allen any yep. day. Yep. I'm sorry. Kyle Allen's not good. No, he isn't. He's very not good. But, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Um, wish me luck this week, boys. I'm off to an awful start against Wiley in the Final Four. Wiley's team stinks, and he's going to beat me, and I'm not looking forward would, to it. It's 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 definitely going to be a fun game to watch, to be honest. Right. Sitting back watching. Le- I didn't want to start Le'Veon. I really didn't. I was like, dude... You gotta go with them. Gotta start with my guy. guy. And it turned out Le'Veon wasn't even the problem. I mean, he got nine point six, which obviously is not what I'm looking for. He's my last flex spot. It's not what I'm looking for. But then my fucking defense had ten points with like two minutes left in the game. The Jets literally just drove down the field and didn't score, and they lost two points. Why does this happen? Why does this yeah, happen to I, me? Our defense is screwed up. I don't know what's going on with it, but get rid of defenses. Yeah. Fuck it. Get rid of defenses. Get rid of tight ends. Can we just get defensive players? Like one defensive player. Dude, we should do a defensive player instead That's of defense. That's what I've been saying. And I, I've been getting fucking like weird looks. I'm like, dude, fire. give me one DB and one a linebacker, a D lineman. Let's do it. Like make that like a flex. Like you just put one of those right. guys there. I and feel like, you. like good DBs. That'd like be cool. Dudes like. I don't know, Derwin James, Eddie Jackson, Minka Fitzpatrick, they're projected like 15 points, not five. Like, I have a league with three defensive players, and they're all projected like four or five points. What's the point then? If you're going to use defensive players, make them worth something. Facts. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm. That's something I'm very passionate That'd about. That'd be something to think about. That's not a bad move. Yeah. I, I like that. I think we should definitely consider that. Just to shake it up, I mean, because... Defense is getting old right now. Defense has pissed me off, dude. It's really fucked me over a lot. It's so annoying, because... You just don't even, like, sometimes I feel like some defenses will give up, like, 50 points, but then they'll have, like, five sacks or something. They'll be, like, positive yeah. 15, and then, like, my defense will give up, like, seven points, have, like, one sack, and I'll be, like, four points. I'll be, like, what the fuck's going on? That's right? what yeah. I'm saying. The worst part about <laughs> it is you could your defense could be having a great fucking day. Like, they're just stops all day. They have, yeah. you know, like, 15 them. points. You're having a good, good week mm-hmm. with your defense. And they get scored on in like the late third Garbage quarter, time. Garbage and then time. seven points just disappear yep. off the board, yeah. and like for a touchdown, for a fucking touchdown. Yeah. Like, like I'm that's not, it. I'm not hating on Wiley's team at all, but like if you really look at it, that that Patriots defense carried him to like the halfway point of the season, it solidified his spot in the playoffs, and now he, it's like they're they haven't been performing. I'm hoping Andy Dalton can just fucking sling four touchdowns against them because that's the that, like Wiley's defense is the scariest part about his team, and of course yeah. they're playing Cincy the week I play his ass and fucking god. I got lucky when I faced him there on by. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. I wish they would have fucking played somebody worth a damn, but we all know the Steelers never or the fucking Pats never play anybody that's good, and when they do, like they played the Chiefs last week, I was on here. I said that I took the Pats. I was wrong. The fucking Pats suck, but they have the easiest schedule every year. If you wanted to know, Chevy fucked you over. Well, technically, Wiley fucked you over because Wiley started Thielen. Thielen didn't score any points. So then Wiley played Bender instead of playing me because I would have beat Wiley. Right. So I would be playing you right now instead of Wiley. Well, yeah. What? Wow. There's a lot of variables yeah, going Yeah, because Wiley it. started Adam Thielen, who didn't play, so he put up zero points, and then Chevy passed him in the standings for points four by, like, four points. Real quick, Pelly, you realize you'd be in the Final Four right now if you started Deshaun Watson Week 13, right? <laughs> Uh, no, I think I would have lost the Chevy because Alshon Jeffrey got hurt in the in the Monday night game. He had 133, I believe, right? 133? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought, I, I was looking at it too because I was like, I was thinking that like the whole going into Monday night and then Alshon got hurt and I believe I ended up with less points than Chevy. But, uh, hey, I... I oh, mean, yeah, his defense went off. I didn't realize yeah. that. So I mean, for for me, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna regret, I'm gonna regret starting starting Sam Darnold over Deshaun Watson until draft day next year. Like, it's just gonna be on my mind every every day. <laughs> That's something I have to live with. It's a burden I gotta carry. It's the cross that that you know God put on me. Uh, but 
uh, and, and I feel like it's going to make me stronger. And, uh, <laughs> and as of this year, uh, I still got a game with, against Stefan this week. Got to take care of him. We want to finish strong, give ourselves some momentum going into next year because Stickity is coming for the throne. And you know you're going to draft the exact same team, so it might as well. I'm going Antonio Brown first round. <laughs> Dude, just every week this happens to me. I didn't start Crowder this week because the last three weeks he put up, what, three points? Puts out 25. It's it. That's it, my whole year in a nutshell. And then yeah. Drew Brees, and on Thanksgiving, I thought, you know what, he'd have a good game. Puts up 12, and then the week that I'm out, and I'm on a bye because I lost, puts up 42. Awesome. Love that. Yeah. Got to see that coming. Uh, real quick, let's do this while we're wrapping up fantasy. Who's your favorite pick that you had this year and the absolute worst pick slash pick up slash trade that you did? Steph, I'll start with you. My favorite pick is Josh Jacobs. He's my favorite player. Not not my favorite player. Juju still is. But I Dick love Josh now. Jacobs. Nah. But then my worst move is giving Brent, Tyree Kill, and Cortland Sutton for uh, Odell. That was the worst move of my career. Fair. That bit me in the ass. That was a fire-ass move. Yeah. Best move I ever made. I got Odell struck. <laughs> I just saw Odell. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, we can go with you now. What's your, what's yours? <laughs> That'd be my favorite move. But uh, my favorite, my favorite draft pick was uh, DJ Moore. The guy who you're kind of ripping on. I mean, oh, I, oh, I, 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 I knew you were saying. Yeah. I just wanted to give you some shit for yeah, it. No, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's tough, bro. Yeah, like, no, he's definitely not better than Julio. Yeah, like you, don't, you just don't <laughs> take guys like that over Julio. Like it just doesn't make. But sense. But he's been a stud. He's been on my team since week one. I've had him in like the bench for like literally like the first six weeks. Yeah, because I just kept seeing tens, and then my team kind of got injured, made some trades, had to fill in some positions, and put him in there and he was putting out ever since and then my least favorite thing that ever happened was drafting OJ Howard in the fifth round Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that one hurt that one that hurt sucks. <laughs> that sucks Pelly oh uh, well uh, you know my, my my best draft my favorite draft pick was Zeke Elliott I mean when I draft I drafted him number two overall and uh, at that time he was still had the suspension looming over his head so it was kind of at the time it was kind of a shot you know I was just kind of like hey I'm, I'm just gunning on, I'm hoping he plays and he ended up playing, and even though the Cowboys' offense was, I mean, just trying not to give him the ball for whatever reason, he still, he still was an elite, an elite running back this year. That's my dog. Uh, in terms of the worst move I made, well, I didn't start Deshaun Watson in the most important game of my season, and it bit me in my ass, and now I'm sitting here just weeping about it. <laughs> Crying yeah. in the club. Just to, just to rub club. salt in the wound, remember every podcast I kept telling you that you took uh, Deshaun instead of Patty, or, or you took Devontae instead of Patty, and then you kept saying you had Deshaun instead, and then you didn't shot Deshaun, and then you lost to me. Hey, hey man, I, I'll, I'll, I'll keep saying it, man. The, the logic behind it was there. I, every 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 single list of rankings I saw had, had uh, Darnold over Watson that week, and it was just like everything was telling me to do it. But I, I should have gone with my guy, and I, I regret it. And I uh, I hope I can get Deshaun back next year, and Stick Sticky can take it to whoever's next. Dude, it's so fun making fun of you for that. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it, like don't get me wrong. Like obviously we got to do it, and I feel bad for you because yeah, like I, kinda, I, I do. That's 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 shitty. It sucks, but yeah, like it. I don't know, man. It's just it's funny at the same time. <laughs> dude, like dude, like Sam Darnold didn't get one fucking touchdown against the fucking Bengals. I needed one touchdown. That's all I fucking needed. And he didn't get me one touchdown? What? I'm fucking, uh, fuck Sam Darnold. Uh, same boat, actually, because I started the Baltimore defense this week hoping, like, hey, if the Jets score, it'll be Le'Veon. Nope. They're for two touchdowns, so fuck me. Fuck Sam Darnold. Gary? Fuck Darny boy. Um, the only bright spot for my draft picks, I think he might be, like, the only OG on my team right now, um, A-Rob. A-Rob mm. had a fantastic season. Love Fuck that, yeah. man. 
And then um, my worst move was probably giving Chevy Mike Evans for Carrion Johnson and Brandon Cooks, which I was very happy about. I love the move. But then Carrion and Brandon Cooks come over to my team and give me a combined 2.6 points. No, it might be up to like 5 points now because... Um, Brandon Cooks is playing again. Yeah, and he got me like three points the one week I started him, so shout out to him. That's fire. Put up to about five points, but uh, yeah, that really sucked, and then it happened against Chevy, I believe, and Mike Evans had his revenge game on me. Dude, that reminds me of, like, literally the the week after you traded for them, they both got hurt. That reminded me of two years ago when I did a trade with you. I don't remember the exact people I gave you, but you gave me AJ Green and Mike Evans, and they both got in fights. That yeah, week. I remember that. They both got in fights. I Mike Mike Evans versus Marshawn Lattimore and AJ Green versus Ramsey, was it? Yeah. And they was just like, what the fuck? They don't want to be in my locker room. So they, bo- yeah. they fucking ship them out. Get out of here. You're not, you're not welcome here. We don't need that shit in my locker room. <laughs> Anyways, my my favorite pick of the year. Uh, fuck, it sucks, dude. But Aaron Jones, man. Yeah. Aaron Jones is the reason why the Packers are good. Rodgers is not the reason the Packers are good. Their defense is good. Rodgers is average. Aaron Jones is amazing. When they when Aaron Jones gets the ball 15 to 20 times a game, they oh, it, Aaron Jones eats, dude. Aaron Jones is amazing. I love watching him play. Yeah. Um, shout out to everybody for passing on Derrick Henry in the fifth, too. That ended up getting me Kamara, who sucks. Uh, and speaking of which, the worst move I made, Derrick Henry and Terry McLaurin for Alvin Kamara. I love Alvin Kamara. He's one of my favorite players in the league. I have his jersey, but he fucking sucks. He's hurt, very clearly hurt. His schedule hasn't been very favorable the second half of the season. Ever since he came back from injury, he hasn't really had an easy matchup, but he's been painfully average. He's been an average RB2, and that's not what I'm expecting out of Alvin Kamara week in, week out. I drafted a guy who had 18 touchdowns last year, and he's got me two this year. That's not good. Like you said a few weeks ago, that's like a lot of touchdowns to not a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> and that's not great. I only speak facts. That's on guys, son. And uh, let's see here. I feel like I have another bad move that I did this year. Um, Shout out to Will Fuller. OG every year on my team. Yeah, you always do have Will Fuller. <laughs> Ride or die. But, ah, nah, fuck it. Who cares? Alvin Kamara, yeah. I mean, if you're listening to this, Alvin, I love you. But your jersey's about to get sold on eBay. Swear to God. <laughs> you better fucking give me 25 this week because... I, I put all my marbles in one basket for him, dude. It's his like, revenge game. It, it is his revenge game. He needs to get Wiley back, and that's like the one thing that's keeping me alive. Breaking news. T.Y. Hilton will be a game-time decision Monday night against the Saints. Ooh. Dude, speaking of which, that's actually kind of funny because I wanted to say this. Uh, I think it was FanDuel. They're, every single 150 people that bet the Colts, they're giving them another point. Pretty cool. So, like, it started at 7, and now it's at 9. Pretty cool. Yeah. First time that's ever happened. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of that before. Like, it's uh, kind of neat. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you guys want to talk about anything more in fantasy, or you guys just want to hop into the pick slash, yes. well, we still got to talk about the Bears. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll save my closing statements for another pod. Okay. We'll do perfect. it when the scene's finally over, over. Yeah. 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 He's got the rings. When we got we the, just, yeah, see who gets the ring. Do you want to, we can do Bears, Packers picks, and then. Going to Bears? Yeah, I mean the Bears Packers are the top pick on my or the top game on nice. my list. So that that's works. perfect. But boys, this is so fucking weird because the records in the standings are all tied aside from me. Every single person in this room is hundred and twenty eight and seventy seven besides <laughs> me. Every you single what? person is hundred and twenty eight. Brent went twelve and four last week. Pelly also went twelve and four last week. You two both went ten and six because you two were both tied last week. Yeah. Brent and Pelly were both tied last week, and then they tied la- they tied with their record last week to tie you. It's <laughs> oh, far- oh my god! So That's yeah, awesome. what a trip. So yeah, Brent and Pelly went twelve and four. 
Gary and Stefan went twelve or ten and six. They're both all four of them are one hundred twenty eight and seventy seven, and I went eleven and five. I'm one hundred twenty and eighty five. Hey boy. Yeah, no, I, I didn't not think out I, of this at all. No, I didn't think I'd break hundred wins. At one point, I was like, dude, I'm fucking dead. Did Speaking of which, what's my punishment going to be? Can I just know well, right you're now? Not what, what do I got to do? Shotgun dude, fucking yeah, three need, beers? Um, Stuff's going to baby bird, or uh, yeah, he's going to baby bird an egg into your mouth. I think I'd rather do that than shotgun oh, five beers. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, I'm so down for that. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, no, God, it's good content. Fuck that'd it. be great. Oh, dude. Oh, it's not. Nah, it's too. nasty. It's like, like has to put raw the, egg in yeah, his mouth. That's the best that, part. The person doing it is going through it, too. Like, exactly. Yeah. So, like, That's whoever gets second to last can get fucked, too. Oh, dude. Like, I've seen it with a fucking peanut butter and jelly on some fucking crazy-ass show on Vice I used to watch. Like, oh, dude. Man. These fucking skateboarders were nuts. And they oh, were dude. baby burden food and like all kinds of shit into each other's mouth. So gross. Whoa. I can't do that. <laughs> Skater guy, dudes are different breeds. One guy had, it was peanut butter and jelly and the dude's like standing four feet over his friend and it just plops onto the side of his face. He missed his mouth and just... <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. I was, I was going <laughs> to... Unreal. But... Yeah, thanks for that image, Gary. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Welcome, I'm, I'm just gonna bleep out that whole last two minutes. <laughs> 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 <just> constantly <laughs> But yeah, start off Bears at Packers. Green Bay's getting four and a half. It's a playoff game. It's been the playoffs last two weeks, and hey, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Bear the fuck down. Same. Packers aren't good. They beat the <laughs> by five. The fucking R words. My bad. They beat the R words by five. Supposed to be five degrees there too. Oh. I mean, bear weather. it's bear, bear weather, damn. but that's Lambo weather at the same time, but True. I don't give a rat's ass. I don't give a rat's. <laughs> what you got? Bears, Packers. Da Bears. Yup. Stefan Devon. Going Bears, they want to make a revenge. Alrighty, Pelly. Yeah, you need Duh, to Bears. I think we need to kind of dig in a little bit to the Bears. Too. We will, we will. After, after we all do our picks, we'll talk about the Bears. Alright. I'm going to bear down with the boys this week. Hell yeah. Ooh. Love it. I, I want to say that's the first time in like four weeks you picked the Bears. Yeah, it is. About. And, and they're, they, honestly, dude, they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL yeah, right they, now. They proved me wrong last week against the Cowboys. And, you know, the Cowboys had the record against the above 500, below 500. They were at the 500 marks. So I didn't know which way to go. And now that I know the Cowboys are going to lose to 500 teams. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> like uh, but, yeah, uh, the Bears totally fucking kicked ass against Dallas, mm-hmm. dude. We were watching it down here, me, Brent, and Stefan, and, like, I, it, it was like, I was so fucking pumped up the whole game. Like, uh, I just, I did not expect Mitch to come out play the way he did. I did not expect KPL, Kevin Pierre-Lewis. What's up with the three names anymore? Why do we have so many guys with three names? It makes I no like sense. It, yeah, it's cool. But KPL stepped up, made some plays. The play that stands out is where Zeke was staying in pass blocking, and KPL flattened him, put him on his ass. Zeke is one of the biggest, strongest running backs in the league. And our third-string linebacker, maybe even, actually fourth-string, mm-hmm. goes Roquan, Danny, Kwiatkowski, and then KPL. Yep. Put Zeke flat on his ass, dude. Disrupt the pocket. Dak sucked. The defense looked great. There's not much you could say about the Bears right now besides that they are firing on all cylinders, and Allen Robinson is literally the reason why we're yeah. so good right now. I agree. Pelly, like, realistically, yeah. do you think, like, this game worries me the most because... Obviously, Rodgers knows we're on our second second string of linebackers, and he's probably just going to attack the middle of the field the whole time. But coming into this game, like I couldn't be more confident. 
I think that's the thing. I think this game couldn't come at a better time for us. I mean, seven and seven and six. Uh, this this is this is it, man. Like this is our, our playoff start this week. I mean, they kind of they've kind of been going for a couple weeks now. That since this winning streak really started, I mean, we know that every game we've been saying for a few weeks. Like every every game is if we lose, like that's it. Every game is our winner is our winner go home. And this week against the Packers just builds all the everything's at stake. You know, it's the it's the rivalry. It's fuck Aaron Rodgers. You know, like you said, our our defense is banged up, but we get Akeem Hicks back, which is fucking huge. Like that's that's such a big deal for us, man. We will know this, by 3 p.m. Central Time if Akeem Hicks is able to play or not because we need to activate him off IR by three o'clock in order for him to play tomorrow. I just got an update from Adam Schefter that said he's officially active. Beautiful. Thanks, Chef. He's officially playing. That's so big for us, man. That that and that just means danger, danger for Aaron Rodgers, man. Like Khalil Mack is coming now. Like Akeem Hicks is going to hold down the middle of that line. Like they, there ain't, and he. I mean, we we've proven that we can get to Rodgers, and we and we rattle Rodgers. It's just a matter of if our offense can get the job done too. And lately, they have been. Mitch has been great. Uh, A-Rob's been fantastic, like you said. Ant Miller's stepping up. David Montgomery's getting yards. <laughs> J.P. Holtz. Jesper Horstead. J.P. Holtz, man. Yeah, like, selling me a couple out of nowhere. Dude, that was the thing that we were missing. It was just a big tight end that we could go to in, like, third and five just to get us a few yards. And J.P. Holtz, I, I hadn't heard of him until the Dallas game, but. He's shit, a bear. He, he's a bear. He's a big a time bear. And Absolutely. grit. Grit to a T, bro. And. It's kind of giving me week one vibes, dude. Like, I'm all in. Like, I, I don't think the Packers are great, but obviously when Bears-Packers happens, it, it can go either way. But I believe we're 3-0 and our last three games at Lambeau. So that's a nice little nugget right there. But either way, uh, I I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but I'm all the way back in, dude. I, I wish you, I wasn't. But... I- I, I was out for probably one week. There was one week there where I was like, "This is it." But hey, I, I, every other week I've been in, man, I'm still in on this Bears team. I think that we still got great things ahead of us, even just regardless of what happens this season, man. So uh, it's just the only thing that scares me is it's kind of like this. Like even though the Packers got us in Week One, man, like it's still like this kind of like revenge for them too because we took them out of the playoffs last year. We yep. ended their their chances of playoff game or going to the playoffs. I mean, and like they have a chance to do it to us too. And I feel like that's definitely some extra incentive for them. Like, they remember what happened last year. But, hey, bear the fuck down. Nobody's getting through this brick wall. Hell no, dude. I, I was listening to the score, and there was a beat writer for the Bears on there, and he said, like, this is the most lively this rock locker room has been all year. Like, even prior to week one, like, he said everybody's, like, in good spirits. Everybody's all pumped up. Everybody's excited for this game. And Ahaha's fucking pumped to go back to Green Bay for the first time, dude. I saw the, him and uh, Amos are the same stats except for tackles when – or Amos has 70 and Ha has 66, so it's like... And that has to do with our front seven being sick. Yeah, and actually Ha has two forced fumbles and Amos has that many, so... Crazy how life works, man. Yeah. Highest rated safety last year, or one of them at least, and it's, he goes to Green Bay and he's just average, kind of mm-hmm. like we all said he would be. Yeah. And I mean, Ha has done everything to fill his void. I love Ha Ha. Yeah, Ha Ha's good, dude. Ha yeah. Ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> dude, another nice little nugget. Leonard Floyd, 18.5 career sacks, 7.5 of them against the Green Bay Packers. Yep. Granted, they play him twice a year, but Leonard Floyd just likes hitting Aaron Rodgers, dude. Something about it. And Mitch, what's Mitch's uh, like record against the NFC North? Because I saw two. people shitting on him the other day. 8-2? Eight 8-2 and two? Eight and two against the NFC North in yep. his career. And hey, I mean, the, the division games are the most important, man. And shit, like Dallas is like 4-0 in their division, I believe. Like... But they suck. Yeah. It's just it all matters about your division games, dude. And Mitch always comes to play in the division games. 
what else? I got to give a shout out to Alan Robinson for being Walter Payton Man of the Year yeah. nominee. Hell love yeah. that. Love it. Want to see him stay in Chicago. I love that man. I think he wants to be in Chicago too, dude. He did say he wants to be the best receiver in uh, franchise history. So, Hey, man. Marty Booker, Bernard Barry, and Musi Muhammad, Alan Robinson. Yo. Brandon Marshall, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, what a legend. What a fucking legend. But <laughs> That's a great poll. Th- this stretch right here, dude, this is three playoff teams. We got Green Bay, we got the Chiefs, and then we got Minnesota. Like That's three playoff teams. Tough. Fucking going down week 16. <laughs> hey, and if we lose this week, then I won't care next week. But if we win this week, then you're fucked. Well, yeah. <laughs> We already clinched our division. Oh, yeah, perfect. So then you guys can just relax. Yeah, yeah. like we could. So you just fucked Sit all that. Ah, that first round buy is kind of fire. That'd be kind of, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah, true. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Gotta what get through this week. Freak off, Brent. Dude, Gary, shut up. I don't like you. And, oh, my God. As for Week 17, there is not a team I'd rather play Week oh, yeah. 17 than the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not scared of the as- Vikings one bit. So nope. fake. So fake whenever they play the Bears. It's yeah, it's comical. Delvin Cook like freezes up. I feel like sometimes, like dude, they scored their only touchdown against Chase Daniel and the Chicago Bears. Week five was it, Pelly? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was week five because they were three and one at the time, or whatever they were. Either way, uh, they put up six points against the Bears, and it was with three minutes left in the fourth quarter off of a garbage time Delvin Cook pitch play, or it might have been a screen or whatever. Yeah. But it was like. Dude, we dominated that game. Just like the Cowboys game. The score looks a little bit like like it was a close game, but anybody who watched the game knew. Uh, like, after that first Mitch interception, that game was completely in our hands the whole entire time. Exactly. And shout out Kyle Fuller, dude. Like, Kyle Fuller, I expect a lot out of him because he's an all-pro, all dude. He's our best cornerback. He's one of our best players on our defense. And it just seems like he hadn't been making very many plays this year. But the game against the Lions, when he saved that shoestring tackle against Scarborough to keep the game within reach, and we ended up winning that game... And they were backed up on their own in their own red zone or in their own end zone, and it was third and six. And whoever he was guarding ran a good route. It was a nice little curl route, and he just made a hell of a play, and that literally flipped the game on its head, yep. dude. So shout out Kyle Fuller. Keep doing your fucking thing, dude. Prince Mukamara is playing this week. I don't know if I like that or I hate it. <clears throat> Kevin Tolliver played pretty well, all things considered, in his in his absence. I mean, they targeted him what four times. And he gave up, like, what, yeah. two completions? Like, I, I don't like Prince, dude. We need a young corner. We don't need him. <laughs> Prince is, like, the coolest dude in the world. He's always happy. He's always smiling. He loves Chicago. Yeah. But he's just not On the that field, great. he's not it. No. He's exactly. Like Buster, dude. Yeah. See those guys just chasing their receiver all yep. the time. Yeah. Especially Buster. Yeah. Going right across the middle of the field, and they see his little ass just right two feet behind the guy. Just burning. Just he's like, busting <sighs> ass because he got burned already. I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> But yeah, dude, uh, that's definitely something to watch. Uh, our linebackers, man, like that's that's the main thing I'm looking at this week because I, I love KPL. He's already got a special place in my heart just the way he played against the Cowboys. Like to come in for Roquan to tear his peck and be out for the season, and for him to step up and play the way he did was so sick. And Kwiatkowski's been pretty good too. Yeah. I mean, I always thought like once teams were able to prepare for Kwiatkowski, they would just tear him apart. But he's good in coverage. I mean, he's good against the run. He can get to the quarterback. He's a good linebacker. He's a good linebacker. I mean, shit, dude. Uh, a few weeks ago, there were a lot of holes on this team, and now, if, fuck, dude, if J.P. Holtz is real and if Kutowski and KPL can hold down the fort, then there aren't very many holes on this team. I mean, the O-line's even been playing well. Shout out Chuck Nasty, dude. Chuck Nasty last week, Charles Leno Jr., getting out and making blocks. He usually never, ever, ever is out in front making blocks. And I saw him like three times last week, five yards downfield making blocks. It was like, dude. Where's this been all year? Yeah. It's just, it's been driving me nuts. But he's been playing well. Rashawn Coward, been playing well. Ever since we moved Whitehair back to center, correct? I always get yeah. that mixed up, whether we move Daniel back to center or Whitehair back to center. But I think it's Whitehair. Tell Yeah, confirmed. 
Uh, yeah. But uh, ever since, dude, we've been uh, the O line's been pretty decent. I mean, yeah. that was like the biggest problem at first. And when Mitch uses his legs, dude, there's not any reason why we can't win these last three games. Yeah. I mean, why did uh, Nagy treat the Whitehair move to center like, you know, like a big top secret? Like that was so weird. Remember that? Like in the headlines and everything. What was it? Two or three weeks ago when they did this? Yeah, it was probably closer ago. to a month. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. It was just so weird how they go about things sometimes when. Times are tough in Chicago. It's just so weird. It is, dude, because they they know how it is here. It's a cutthroat city, dude. Yeah. If you're not doing your job, everybody's gonna talk about it. Yeah, you'll hear. Weird guy. You're a weird guy, man. Yeah, Matthew, you're weird. <laughs> but <laughs> thinks we don't have Cornell. That, that, is he out? I think he's out this week, isn't he? That's I. I saw he had a head injury Friday at practice. So not good. No, nah, yeah. he's not. He's not out. He uh, they, he was limited yesterday in practice. We'll see what happens. We really need him to play though. He's been. He's been. He's honestly probably the, one of the only Pro Bowlers on this team this year because he's been so good on special teams all year. And that's the thing, dude. Like our special teams, like that. That's the reason we won the Cowboys team, the Cowboys game too. Because every single time the Cowboys punted it away, we were getting thirty yard returns and getting good field position. And when Mitch can work within the fifty yard line, dude, it, it, it something good's gonna happen. And as long as that freaking dick Eddie Panero's hitting his kicks, then there's no fucking reason that we should be losing any of these games. And that's what tears me apart, dude. Like. We could have won the Raiders game, but the Raiders game to me, it felt like we just got our ass. We got the dominated. Yeah, yeah, we, we got, got our asses. Got our ass they ran down our throat. And but like the Club Philly game, stink. Philly game could have won. Chargers game could have won. Uh, and then the Rams game could have won. But we choked all three of them away, and that's why we're in this spot where it's win or go home, and we need a lot of things to happen. Of course, last week we need Russell Wilson, that fucking loser, to just beat the shitty Rams. And he sucked. It was worst game of the year. He sucked so bad. The Ram- or the Seahawks sucked so bad. The Rams look good again. Just drives me nuts, dude. Everything we need to happen as Bears fans, like Vikings <laughs> winning that game against the Broncos when they were down 20-0, to didn't need that. Happened. The Seahawks just need to beat the Rams. Were they at home last week? Let's go... Look at that. No, I think no yeah, it was, in, it was in L.A. Yeah. So, I mean, either way, they need to win that game. We're against the odds right now. Exactly. And we it just sucks because we need other things to happen on top of us winning our hardest stretch of our schedule. So, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, but I'm excited for Sunday. I, like, even if we don't make the playoffs, I want to beat the fucking Packers this week. Same. Because yes. the Packers are going to be a first-round exit, too. They it suck. means a lot. Yeah. It means a lot to me personally. I know Same. it means a lot to, to the Bears, so... But we fell down a little rabbit hole there. It was fun, though. I love talking bears with you guys. Bear down. That's bear all I got to say. Anyways, Pat's at bungholes. New England's getting ten and a half. Pat's at bungholes? Bungholes? What's, what's mm-hmm. Can we just go to the next game? Hmm? Can we just go to the next game? Yeah, probably. They're getting ten and a half? Yeah. Spin zone. Tease that game. Tease what the if, game. What if the Patriots get karma for trying to record them? Possible. Hmm. Well, take the Bengals, then. We're going all Patriots. <laughs> all opposed. Uh, going Patriots, but I wouldn't take that ten. I bet it's I bet it's within ten. Oh, oh, I, yeah, said, I said tease it. Get six points on the Patriots. Get, take them at four and a half, and yep. take the over, and yeah, win some money on Sunday. This yep. game's interesting. Bucks at Lions. Tampa's getting five. Uh, Jameis Winston couldn't grip a football on Wednesday. I'm starting him in our fucking league. Mike like Evans a is out. Mike Evans <laughs> out. Like yeah, there's a lot of things in this game. David Blau starting, uh, but. Uh, I'm gonna ride with my boy Jameis. Uh, Who's Jameis's backup? Uh, that I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Detroit on this one, sadly. At least we don't need them to lose. Yeah, I think Jameis's backup is uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So he just can 
He'll just fly back. Yeah, he comes on over whenever Jameis is Same state, so shit. Yeah. My two leagues that I care about the most, those are my two starting quarterbacks this week, Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's fucking sick, dude. Uh, It makes me sick to my stomach is what it does. But those are two gunslingers that'll fucking throw for 403 picks. Oh, yeah. Change my pick. I'm going Bucks. I can't. All right, fair enough. Gary Brent Kelly, Bucks at Lions. Mike Garofalo. Gross. That's backup. Yeah. You. Kind of sounds like Garoppolo. Sure does. Garoppolo is pretty good. Give me the Bucks. Give, give me the Bucks. Bucks, Bucks, Gary. <laughs> Detroit. Gary's taking the Lions. I like that. He next. The Bears to lose the division. Even though the Lions are not close to Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, pretty much the battle for the AFC West. Texans at Titans. Oof. AFC South. AFC oh. South, dude. Uh, divisions are dumb. Facts. I'll go last on this one. Tennessee's getting three. They've been good with Tannehill, bro. Dude, they've been they're six and one in their last seven. See, I had no idea. Football's been dead to me. For scoring quite like thirty a while plus, now. I think. Yeah. Dead. Oh, I don't know. That's that is a tough game. It's in Tennessee, correct? Yep. Whew. Fuck. Give me yeah, the Titans. I'm going Texans. Nah, Texans are gonna win week seventeen. Pelly. Titans in Texas. Uh, Texans. Retweet. Go DeAndre, go Deshaun. They, yep. need, they got a bad taste in their mouth from getting absolutely dog-walked by a rookie QB last week, so they're going to come out firing this week. Kevin Byard, Kenny Vaccaro, they're in for a long day. They're in for a long day, especially if Will Fuller plays. They're in for a long fucking day. Yep. Brent, or fuck, Steph? <laughs> I'm going to go with Tennessee on this one. Tennessee? All righty, next. Broncos at Chiefs, save our breath. Yep. I yep. love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to do a piece real quick. Uh, no, I just love Patty. He <laughs> didn't break his hand. I don't think he did. We're going to make the playoffs. That's cool. Fuck the Raiders. Fuck the Chargers. Fuck the Donkeys. Uh, go Chiefs. Stance on Patty's little brother. Go. Uh, uh, <laughs> why do you guys have to bully me all the time? <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> just that, uh, they sent that TikTok in the group, whoever did, and then I just see you wonder why you guys have to bully me. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen, what's his name? Jackson Mahomes? Jackson Mahomes, yeah. Just look him up. Yeah, go check out his TikToks. He's very talented. Hey, leave the kid alone, though. <laughs> Fucking A. Jeez, just, gee whiz, Gary. He's just dancing and shit. You know, he's just no, cringy no, as fuck. No, he, cringy he's as not fuck. dancing shit. He takes he off his shirt and shit, too, and that shit's weird, bro. Facts. Yeah, I don't care for that very much. But with, much. like, all the ruthless people, though, you know? Like, the fucking yeah, look, people that are telling them to off himself. Like, oh, fuck right. you. That's yeah. a little radical. Fuck you. Yeah. Get rocks, though. Different strokes yeah, for different tell them folks. to fucking kick the bricks and fucking quit making TikToks, but don't tell them that. Yeah. That's crossing the line if I ever heard it. Next, Dolphins at Giants. Giants are getting three. Is Eli playing? Mm-hmm. He is? Oh. Mm. Give me Eli. Give me Eli. <laughs> I love Eli. Eli. He's going back sure. to 500, baby. He had, he had a good game last week. I mean... He looked good. So good I first mean, half. Yeah. yeah. Say that. Drop. They had, what, 30 yards in the second half? Yes. Not... There's yeah. I, I love Eli. <laughs> I could watch Eli all day. It's comical. Yes. Kelly, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the Giants, too. I love that. Because, uh, you know, I need... I was going Dolphins no matter what. And I need to get games on you guys. So you guys are all on the other side on this. I like this. Don't don't change. You can't no, change your pick. No, 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 <laughs> this, this should be like the NFL game of the week because it's Eli versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's like a combined, what, like 80 years old right there? Roughly. They're just not going to care. It's going to be them just throwing the ball around everywhere. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick last week just throwing the ball and not giving a shit. It's like running around like a goofball, like 
<laughs> trying to pitch it backwards and shit. Like, dude, it's awesome. It's gonna be two old guys dude, just going the best at it. Thing though is when Eli plays, they are constantly putting it on the Manning like uh, the suite. Yeah, the Manning suite up there with Peyton and like his dad and everything. <laughs> like Jared. that, that just gets me going. Like Eli does his. Typical three-step drop for, like, a six-yard pass. And they're just Peyton like, just up there. Yeah, Let's look go. at that. And Peyton and his dad are up there. Slow golf clap. They're like, hell yeah. Peyton's forehead Love sticks that. out like a sore thumb, dude. You always know it's him. And then they get the Manning face going. Uh... <laughs> That Manning face is generational. Oh It'll never God. go away. I love that. Wait till Peyton and e- Eli's kids are in the league and they have that same yeah. stupid Manning face. Wait till Danny Jones is doing the fucking Manning, fi- Manning face for 20 years there. Ugh. <laughs> Next, Eagles at our words. Philly's getting six. Philly stinks. Philly sucks. But I'm going with Philly. Okay. Our <laughs> words, baby. Retweeted by Austin. I am going the R words. Philly has like two healthy receivers on their roster. Yeah, they had uh, their Damn. backup quarterback at receiver at one point last yeah. game. Josh McCown. Yeah, Josh right. McCown was playing wide receiver. That's tough. That's, you know, it's kind of hard to win games at that point, I'd say. Yeah. And, dude, last week I needed Carson Wentz to give me seven points. He had two at half. I was sweating, dude. And then every game I started Carson Wentz this year for, like, the first, like, five weeks before I just started rotating quarterbacks. He put up, like, Five points at most at halftime. Then he always finished with like 17, 18. I'm right. like, okay, whatever. That's fine, I guess. Yeah, it, it fucking stressed me out. But he ended up uh, like t- two touchdowns to his only receiver, Zach Ertz. Like nah. crazy. Crazy how life works. Uh, let's see here. Jerkus, Brent, Stefan, Gary. Philly. <laughs> Philly. Pelly. Yeah, I'm going to go with Eagles too. As crazy as it is, they're only a game out of the playoffs. That's Who's true. That, count, that division. Speaking stinks. of which, Howard's going to win the division. Yeah, still mathematically possible. I'm all in for it. I'll, I'll be there for it. Hammer it, Gary. Yeah, I will. Next, Seahawks at Panthers. Seattle's getting six and a half. Seahawks at Panthers. Seattle. Yeah, I'm going to Seattle. They got embarrassed. Seattle. Pally. Seattle. That's a wash. That's a freaking wash. Aaron. Jags at, oh, oh, I was about to say our words. At Jags at the Raiders. Oakland's getting six and a half as well. Raiders. I don't want to do it, but I gotta go Raiders because the cat team still sinks and it's the black cat. Yeah, that's true. They've had one win since then, and that's it was the Bengals. So maybe it's a good luck charm for the Bengals because they didn't win before the black cat either. Okay, that's long hole. Nice little spin zone there. Yeah. Pelly. Oh, this is this is a tough one. This I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Raiders too. All right. Well, since you guys are all on that side, I gotta go Jags. Just the way it is for me right now. I have to. I have to, I have to fade every. Take if everybody's on one side and it's a game that I know I, you could win. I could win. Uh, gotta go, Jags. Shout out Gardner Minshew. Uh, shout like out, him. dude. Leonard Fournette, step the fuck up for me this week, please. <laughs> Browns. Oh, start of the three twenty-five games. Browns at Cardinals. Cleveland's getting two and a half. Mm, give me the dog pound. What do we got? Browns at Cardinals. Two and a half for Oof. Cleveland. Oh, it's fucking Baker versus Kyler. Yeah, dude. Joku Oklahoma man. boys. Uh, Joku is playing, and Arizona lets up like 150 yards a game to tight end, yeah. but I guarantee he has a catch for two yards like he did last week, and I have to start him because Evan Ingram's a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Did the Browns win last week? Let's go take a look-see real quick. They lost. Yeah. Uh, no, they beat the Bengals. Ah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Pelly, give me wrong information. Yeah. Gee. If we stay, if we corrected all of our mistakes on this show, we'd be here for three hours every yeah, time. <laughs> Give me the Browns. B words, all opposed. Anybody taking the Cardinals? 
Gary? Yep. I like Gary. I like Kyler Murray a lot. I love Kyler, dude. He's good. I just love watching quarterbacks that I can sit there and just keep saying good ball. Yeah. I've gone over this before, and it's the best thing ever. Uh Just sit there and watch a man just tear it up going down the field. That's That's a good shit ball, ball. That's why I like Josh Allen. Exactly, dude. Always has good ball. Like three hundred times when he's not even passing, I say good ball when I watch Josh Allen. (laughs) Pelly, you got the Browns. Yeah, I'm going Browns. Yeah. If that if their O line was good, dude, the Cardinals could actually be good. But their O line is just pathetic. Aside from AQ Shipley, shout out AQ. I love (laughs) AQ. Very good bowler, and he's always on the Pat McAfee show. He's got a good heart. Anyways, Vikings at Chargers. Minnesota's getting one and a half. A lot closer of a line than I would have expected. Yeah. I'm going L.A. Chargers? Yup. The Vikings. Vikings. Brent. Vikings. Pally. Uh, Chargers. I think that the Chargers got like, some decent momentum. Uh, and I think that the Vikings going to choke on the road and open up the door for uh, Week 17 showdown. In, at, uh, is, it, is it in Chicago or is it in Minnesota? Week in 17? Minnesota Week 17. Either or is going to open up the door for the Bears. Yep. They're going to going to lose this week, and uh, it's going to change a lot. Yeah, since I wear my heart on my sleeve, I'm going Chargers too. Uh, Bears need them to lose this game, so fuck it. I'll bet with my heart and not my brain this time. a boy. Yeah. Next we got Rams at Cowboys. Rams are getting a point and a half. Ugh. I'm going L.A. again. Not a Cowboys believer. Duh, boys. Brent Rams. Pelly? I'm gonna go. Ooh, I'm gonna go Cowboys too. Again, I think we need the, we need the Rams to lose. So go Cowboys. No, I'm with you, dude. Uh, I'm betting with my heart again. Uh, we need the Rams to lose. I'm an idiot, uh, dude. You you don't need to tell me that I have the worst record. Nah. There's a reason for that. I suck. Hey, you're still like 50 games above 500. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. <laughs> if you look at it that way, that's pretty good. Next, uh, fucking save our breath. Falcons at Niners. San Fran's getting 11. Yeah. Yep. Wash yep. my car with that one. Yep. Use a yep. fucking dry rag. Sunday night football. Bills at Stillers. Stillers are getting a point. Going Bills. What? A point. Against the Bills. Against the Bills. I cannot wait for that game. <laughs> Gary's all fucking horned up. He's like, Ugh. give me the Bills. Two bills. Brent? Quack, quack, give me duck hot. <laughs> Aaron Renee? Uh, is, it, is it in Pittsburgh? In Pittsburgh, at the Still Curtain. Uh, Alright, give me, give, me, give, me, give me the bills, jerk balls. Oh, beautiful. That is unreal that they favored those bums against Josh Allen. Gary's got Duck Hodges is legit, bro. Duck Hodges is like I do like one as a starter, right? Yeah, something like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm totally off Mason Rudolph too. That's good. He should not be Mason the Madman. He should be Mason the fucking softy shit quarterback, Rudolph. Mason the sad man. Mason the idiot dumbhead, stupid little bitch boy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, fuck. Steelers defense is so good at home since getting Minka Fitzpatrick. I love Josh Allen. I love Devin Singletary, but I gotta go Stillers just for the sake of my record. Because the last, last two of the last three picks, I was going with my heart. This one, I'm using my brain, and my brain might stink worse oh, than my heart. Whatever, Jerkin. Sorry. Monday that's night football. Oh, I'm sorry, Pelly. What were you gonna say? That stinks. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Anyways, <laughs> Colts at Saints. New Orleans getting nine. Monday night football. New Orleans. 
Islands. Another trash Monday night game from this godforsaken league. Give me the Saints. Pally opposed? Uh, you know, I, a part of me really does want to go Colts, but I can't. I just can't. Do it. For what? What are For you why? scared? Yeah, you scared? Yeah, you know I am. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, no, I was hoping you could kind of convince him into going the Colts, but <laughs> it, it, he did let you. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Saints, too. Need a big day from Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Boys, it's that time of the year. We got Saturday football games next it's week. It's that time of year? Saturday football games. We got a nice little slate, too. Thursday football games or no? No Thursday games. That is why. I, I don't like Thursday games. What am I supposed to do at work on Thursday? That's what I'm saying. That's all I look forward to. Getting a fucking tall boy from the gas station <laughs> next door. Watching some football while I'm working, all right? Pelly, can I get a boo from you, too? You mud his ass at the NFL. I love this. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. But all right, boys. This is this is actually a nice slate. Uh, first, we got Texans at Bucks. Even, even line. I love that. Love that. Love the even lines. Give me Deshaun. Give me Deshaun. All right. What was it? Bucks Texans even. At Texans at Bucks. Texans even at Bucks even. Ah, oh, give me Texans. Pelly. Ooh yeah, give me Texans. Retweet by Austin Jerkis. Texans are going to kick the shit out of them. Uh, Bills at Pats. New England's getting six and a half. At Pats? At Pats. i got to go with New England on that. I'd love to see Josh Allen win, though. Yeah, I took the Bills last time in this game. Yeah, lost, so I'm going to go Pats this time. Can't do it. Pats. Pally? Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Pats. That's, that's towards the end of the season too. It's week 16. They need that dub. Yeah, I'm going Pats too. But uh, this game's gonna be close, dude. The last game they played, it was 10 to 16. It was in Buffalo. Yeah. It was a really good game too. And Josh Allen got hurt for a little bit. I'm pretty sure yeah. there's a backup quarterback in. And then I was like, fuck! I thought I was gonna get a game on all you guys because you guys all picked the Patriots. And I was mm. like, no, I'm going Bills, baby. Yeah, dude, that was the game Josh Allen took that scary hit. And right when he yeah. got hit, like it showed the slow mo of his face. Right when he gets hit, like he his eyes open wide and his like jaw drops. He, he got a yeah. you know, so he got fucked up, but hey, fully healthy. But nonetheless, I'm not betting against the Pats and Foxborough. Exactly, that's why I picked the Bills last time too, because they were at Bills. Right. So, yeah. Bills, yeah. Ma- Bills Mafia travels well though. Facts. And last game on the list: Rams at Niners. San Fran's getting six and a half. I'll go last. San Fran. San Fran. Bang bang Niner gang. Also going Niners, Pelly. Yeah, Niners. Part of me wants to go LA just to go against it, but we need them to lose, so I'm gonna go Niners. Feels like the Niners play at home every single week. Yeah. Except for yeah. last week, they were in the Superdome. But either way, the Superdome. Hey, hey. Oh, nah. See, like the Niners are really banged up on defense suddenly too. True. Uh, so ooh, it's it, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna stick with the Niners. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I. I don't know. It just seems like that Niners defense is just ridiculously good no matter what. Their defensive coordinator, who doesn't want to go play for that guy, dude? He's more jacked up than the players when he's on the sideline. He's screaming, veins popping out of his neck, out of his bald-ass, shiny head. Love to see it. Love to see that guy. Too. What's up, my bad? Every possession, too. It's like, no matter what it is, he's just going crazy. Dude, seriously. <laughs> It's that I believe in that shit, dude. People like to like Boylan, like like Colleton, like people want to like. If you want to play for your coach, dudes are gonna try their asses off for you. And if they don't, well, you see what happens. We lose. We and put up seventy fuck points, and we lose uh, three hundred games a year. <laughs> exactly. Well 
Yep. There was no Ravens game this <laughs> yep. week, was there? <laughs> huh? There's no Ravens game this week? Well, they played yesterday. Right. Okay, yeah. Ago. Facts. So, I, mean, I, I was just going to ask, how long do you think Lamar Jackson's going to be like in this league if he keeps running the ball like he is? If he can stop taking hits, bro, as long as he wants to be. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, he takes a lot of hits, I feel like. If he just, like, in, like, towards the end of the game, he did start trying to get out of bounds, but, like, the one where he broke Mike Vick's record, he took a mean lick. And, yeah. like, I, like, I was staring at the screen. I was like, is he going to get up? And fucking popped right back to his feet yeah. like Philip Lindsay, dude. For real. That's, that's one thing that I will always say about Lamar Jackson and Philip Lindsay is they could take the meanest lick I've ever seen, but they are right back to their feet in the yeah. blink of that's an eye. Facts. And that's really yeah. cool. Same with Kamara, too. Even though Kamara's had a shitty year, and it seems like you can drive a truck through the hole whenever Latavius Murray's in, and whenever Alvin's in, the play gets blown up behind the line of scrimmage. Well, he pops up after every hit. Yeah. So, shout out to Alvin. Hey, man, I'm not all the way out. I just need you to bring me back in. That's a, that's my closing statement for today. Uh, my closing statement for today, I forgot to go over it during Hawk Talk. Nice. <laughs> just came up with that one real quick. But uh, <laughs> Andrew Shaw, uh, he might not ever play again. That's my boy right there. It's a Hawks legend. Um, he's, I'm, I want to say, his like seventh concussion while he's been in the league. So Yikes. that's nothing to mess around with. So I wish the best to Shawzy. It's my boy. Hope to see you on the ice again. Nice. Closing statements? Let's shred some cheese this week, boys. Bear down. Fuck yeah. Pelly? Uh, shred some cheese and get Kirk Heiner to the Hall of Fame, baby. Yes. <laughs> Burnt toast. Uh, at Illuminati, you didn't hit me up yet. So I'm still just waiting for that call or whatever. Friends still down, like yeah, just super down still. I'm sitting by the phone. Just I'm waiting like, for chill. the call. Like, I got literally right next to me. Like Lamar at TCU just started right now, so I'm still just waiting for that phone call. Get Hove on the phone. Get Beyonce on the phone. As always, folks, thank you for listening. Thank you, boobs.